Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Take2Radio. I'm Pam, your host, and we have a full boat here. We have David, we have Candace, and we have Anthony. Hello, crew. Hi, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Come aboard. We've been expecting We're you. Expecting yes. you. Love, love both. There you go. So take so two. You're missing our <laughs> I knew she was going to do Set it. Set a course for adventure. Your mind's on a new romance. <laughs> and then we need a little bit more of that in the afternoon, don't we? Do you remember yeah, we did a lot. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. tonight we, we have a special guest, so we will behave. Um, tonight, we are very, very pleased to have with us a beautiful and talented actress and producer, Esther Treblanc, and most of you will remember her as Jillian Andersi Martin Lavery on All My Children. Welcome, Esther, Talk and please tell, uh, <laughs> please tell me I didn't mess up your last name. <laughs> no, you did it great. Thank you so much. So nice oh, to be welcome. with you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight. We really, really are happy to have you. So happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I'd like to start out with finding out a little bit about your background, because we always see yes. what's in front of the camera, but we don't know what's behind, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so from what I understand, you grew up in South Africa, right? Yes. Yes, I grew up in South Africa, and I uh, I grew up in a very small town that was not even on the map, and um, also grew up partly on a game farm. So I really grew up very much um, different from the life I am living now, uh, everything but the city life. Um, grew up with animals and cows and goats and sheep and horses and, you know, barefoot in the sand. That was my lifestyle. And I raised all kinds of wild animals, sick animals, even animals that the vets were about to put put to death but or put out to sleep because they, they could, they were, couldn't, be healed like they were sick mm-hmm. there was nothing they can do and I would beg my dad no please can I at least try you know, they're going to die anyway so that's how 
I, I really fell in love with animals on the farm. And, yeah, I'm just a big animal lover. And then being being with the animals and riding my horses, I, I started having these dreams of being and being in the entertainment business and being all these different parts and, and playing all these different parts. And so that's how that came together. Wow. So... I would say that Mean Girls was kind of based on your life, <laughs> you know, where they she lived in South Africa and she lived with all the animals and lived a different kind of life. And then she, boom, gets into the United States and there's this total culture shock kind of thing. Had you been to the United States before moving here? Yes, I I did come here because I wanted to at least see what it's like before I immigrated here so when I was about 18 I think I I was very lucky that I had a, a friend of mine Henri she was studying here and I came to visit her and uh, uh, I I took the time to really drive around and just get a feel for what Los Angeles is about and to see if I could see myself living here, and um, yeah, so that's that's I, I I did come out here to just get a feel for it. Well, what was the most like weirdest thing that you came across from when you just visited here, but you still overlooked that to move here? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, really everything was so different to me. Like I, I was just, oh, I was the the whole Hollywood. She lived uh, right off of Hollywood and Franklin. So it was right there in Hollywood. And Mm. the, the whole Hollywood vibe, it was so different to me. And, I I was completely blown away and and people standing there in their costumes and um it was so different from from my life um it was it, it was almost like a dream and um but I just knew in my heart that okay this is very very surreal but I'm going to have to do this. I'm just, this is, this is my calling and I'm going to have to follow through. This is, I'm going to have to do this. And then I did. Well, that's pure dedication on your part. I applaud you for that. Thank you so Um, much. Yeah. (laughs) So I also understand that you won Miss Teen South Africa. So from the way you grew up, how did you go from there to, getting into a pageant you know I I I guess I was a very a person of like very contradictory in a way because um, the way I lived on the farm I was a complete tomboy mm-hmm. my dad always complained about my shoes I wore like he complained <laughs> how I dressed he was constantly saying please be more like a girl um, and then there was also a part of me when I was living in 
in, well, I can't even call it a city because it was a little town, I was fascinated by being a girl and modeling and all that stuff and even competitions and, and stuff like that. And um, that's, that's how that kind of happened. And somebody wanted to <clears throat> enter me into some into a, a, a competition. And I said, okay. And he wanted to take the pictures. And I said, fine. And that's how that happened. Wow. I, I just really, I'm impressed. I really am. It's, it's such a great thing to hear that you're taking and you took those big chances like that. You know, there was kind of no hesitation from the way it sounds. Um, yeah. I mean, there, there, there wasn't really hesitation, but there, there was, it, it wasn't easy. Right. For example, I, I knew I was coming to the United States, but, there was about two weeks before where I couldn't stop crying. Aww. So it, it it was extremely hard for me. It's not that it was an easy thing to do, but I right. still did it. So it wasn't, oh, yeah, I'm going, great. This is the easiest thing. Like, it was extremely difficult. Like, some things in life I know I have to do, but it's incredibly difficult. But I know right. it's my path. I know it's my path. I know I need to do it. And I, it's not the easy path, but I do it. Right, right. Well, we can totally understand, you know, leaving your parents, leaving the farm, you know, leaving the animals that you love so much. You know, that was definitely not going to be an easy thing to do, but you did it. Yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. Yeah, yes. Thank you. And if you didn't do it, we wouldn't have seen you on All My Children, and I can't even imagine no. that. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Yeah. No, I'm I'm so glad I did. And, you know, it's been such a great blessing. And living in the United States is, is has truly been and given me so many opportunities and I'm 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 truly grateful and truly blessed. Oh. Well, you know, speaking of all my children where you played Jillian, you know, it, when you started on there quote unquote you were a spoiled princess, but you grew to be a fan favorite, especially your love story with Ryan Lavery. Um, tell us how you got the part, you know, with did you audition with anybody? Did you know what it was for? I, yes, I went to audition. I went to audition for a different part. Um, it was the part for uh, for a doctor. And she was older and it wasn't the right thing for me. And But they called my agents and they said, uh, I'm too young for the part. I'm not right for the part, but they really like me a lot, and they want to create something for me. Um, like they they love me, and they want to. They there's not a role or anything, but they they really like me, and they they're going to they're going to write a character for me. 
so that's how my character came about. Actually, there was there, there, uh, there wasn't an audition for that. I uh, I auditioned for the part that Ali Karat Ali Karat played, and mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't get that part. And so they wrote the part, and then they flew me out to New York, and I screen tested with uh, Danny Cosgrove, and um, that's that's how I got this. Wow, that's so amazing. I never, I, yeah, I never auditioned for for Jillian. I just went straight to the screen test. Well, you can tell how impressed they were if they wrote a, an actual role for you. I mean, you know, here we're thinking that, you know, we love Jillian and we love you as an actress, but they were very impressed with you, and that means a lot to you as well. Yeah, it's now that I back it, it it was pretty amazing how that turned out like I, yeah um, it is amazing how that turned out absolutely well yeah. I'm going to pass you on to David now and David has a couple questions for you so we have David we have Anthony we have Candace so everybody's okay. going to ask you a couple questions go sure. ahead David thank you, thank you. Um, good evening Esther Hi, David. How are you? Hi. I'm doing good. I want to take you back to the years 1990 to 95, and you were a host of a children's show called KTV. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. Yes. Wow. So my question says, what? lessons would be appropriate, more appropriate today than back then in the 90s to teach our youth? Sure, don't David. No. Stump, David, stump the guest. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> you know what? I just think that manners. We gotta teach the kids manners. Thank yes. you, please. Oh God, yes. I'm sorry. Like you gotta be able to say you're sorry when you've done something wrong. And please, thank you. Good manners. Where are the manners these days? Amen. Yeah. I totally agree with Give you. Give your seat to an elderly or pregnant woman. Hold the mm-hmm. door for same dead mm-hmm. women. Yes, exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, just the 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 basic stuff, the those basic manners is so important. Absolutely, absolutely. David, your second question. Oh yes. So, what have you taken from being a theater actress that aided you for daytime television? Uh, I think theater taught me a lot of discipline, rehearsing over and over and over, and um, trying different things. And, and there's something so different about theater. There's something, I don't know, magical and uh, like a, a teamwork and like a team effort and 
you, 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 I really miss that so much. But there is a, it's hard work. It's the, the there is a, a real discipline to that, and I think that helped me a lot going into into uh, television. Yes. That sounds very nice. Thank you for answering my questions. Thank you. Thank you. And Candace, you're up next. Hello. Hello. Hi. Yep. Hi. Oh, okay. I had no sound. I said, Candace, you're next. And then all of a sudden there was nothing. Me me too. Me too. Me too. Me too. The same. Okay, so it wasn't just me. I was worried about it. I was like, what the heck is going on here? I don't know. It must be something with blog talk if we all lost sound. Okay, Candace is back. So, Candace, now you may speak. (laughs) It was was a soap opera moment just now. It was like, okay, I entered the room and everybody is speechless. So first and foremost, thank you so much for taking some time to come to our show and, and talk to us. We really do thank appreciate you. it. Oh, thank you for having me. Not a problem. Okay, so Ryan and Jillian was my Jillian was one of my favorite couples on all my children. This is probably like shocking news to a lot of people. So thank one of you. my questions is what is one of your favorite memories of that couple? Really, of that couple's time frame. Like, what was your favorite scene to do with Cameron, mm. who's a ham? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> there were so many great scenes we had. Um, gosh, it's hard. Um, <clears throat> you know, one of the scenes I really enjoyed was where... He had hypothermia, and I had to get take my clothes off and warm yes. it up. Yep. <laughs> Do you re- you remember that? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh, oh, you guys are Huh? Yeah, that's one thing. That's one thing. I, cause I always say this because I know people. I'm a teacher on the side, but as a soap fan, there's a there's a scary thing that you do not forget. Like you can forget where you you know you put your keys at, where you you know your debit card number and stuff. But certain soap moments always yeah. in your head. It's like it. I mean, the show's been over, you know for a while now, sadly. But there are certain scenes that was like, okay, he needed to be warm up. How was he going to be warmed up? It was just you guys. So it was body heat. And I just, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I just remember those moments. Oh. So I was just like, I was like, look at them. I was like, oh. like just like, okay. Oh. So, all right. I had to have a fangirl moment. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Oh. But, but yeah. So, but uh-huh. that was a, that was, that was a really, um, that was a great moment. Uh, that was a great scene because it was actually really cold when we shot it. It was in the middle of winter. Um, yeah, so I was really cold. We were really cold, and it was a, yeah, it was it was a really nice scene. But it it's it's amazing because, like you just said, it was it was cold in the studio. But you guys, you know, like 
obviously Cameron had to, you know, be the one that kind of was like cold and, and you know, Ryan was going through that scene. But it, it's just amazing. Again, when you look at the scene, you, you, us fans don't realize, it's like, okay, is the studio warm enough for this to happen? Is, uh, is the temperature, room temperature, is it cold? Is it? And so that scene, like I said, that that is one of those scenes that I just like. It it sticks out. It's like one of like Aww. those moments where it's just like, wow, okay, chemistry. We got it here because, like Aww. Pam said earlier, Jillian was sort of a small brat. <laughs> but 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 she grew up. She you yeah. know she had her moments you know, and I think again Ryan was balanced her. Um, right. And mm-hmm. and that's why she was one of those characters that definitely made a mark <clears throat> on all my children. And so that I just wanted to say that. So there you go. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank that, you. Not a problem. And the second question is, keeping it with the All My Children theme, is what important lesson did the show teach you that you took you took away from that helped you, you know, after all my children? Was there a, a piece of advice that was given to you? Was there just, yeah, just something, yes. a memory? Yes. You know what? No, I'm just going to say this, that people should not let a language barrier stand in their way because – um, English is my second language, and I constantly, constantly messed up the way I spoke, my tenses, my words, everything. I, you know, I, it was really difficult for me to suddenly work in, in my second language. And look what happened. The writers found that um, funny or cute, and they started using that and, and writing that into my storyline and made it into Jillianisms. So what I thought was going to be my biggest drawback or setback, they turned into um, something that became my trademark almost. My Jillian who says the wrong things and speaks funny, and that became kind of my trademark. So the things that that you sometimes think makes you different or stand in your way is the very thing that makes you special and different and and maybe you know different than others and and makes you stand out exactly i agree with that it's okay it's okay I'll, my my whole especially with teaching kids is that it's okay to be different as long as everyone is treated with respect and kindness. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, you were talking about it earlier, is that, you know, people need to be reminded that we're, we're all, I always say this, we're in the same water, but we're in different boats. Yes. Because Absolutely. we're going the same direction. Yeah, we're going in the same direction. It's just we all need to work <clears throat> together, and we just need to respect each other. 
and we do need we do need manners to be taught back in school system. I'm sorry, we do. Uh, as a teacher, yeah. uh, hello, I'm gonna just say it now. <laughs> like that's one of the you know things that I love is the thank you, you're welcome song, and I'm not singing it, Pam. I'm not singing it tonight. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> but I'm not, like I just say, I just think you know, like you just said, is that the writers, they, they were like, you know what? Instead of having her be like this, use that as sort of a strength because other people saw you, and was like, oh, okay, and you know, we went along, like I said, with the journey, and yeah, I, it was it's Again, language, uh, respect, kindness, uh, all that rolled into one. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Embrace yeah. your true self. That's all there is to it. Exactly. Yes, you know, absolutely. It doesn't matter if you're this or that. Like, you're beautiful and perfect the way you are. If, if, yeah. No matter what. Don't no let matter. anybody tell you different. <clears throat> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yeah. and that's what I would teach kids on KTV if I could go back. Like, if you have learning disabilities or anything, so what? So what? There's not one perfect uh, oh, person in this world, <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I mean, and because I, I tell the kids this because I have you know diff you know different ethnic groups and you know races and stuff. And I always say, what color is your blood? I always mm-hmm. say that question. And they always, they say red. I said, so we're the same. Yeah, I said, Ms. Candace is bleeding red, and you're bleeding red. I said, does anybody have purple blood? <laughs> you know, just like, I yeah. said, because if you do have purple blood, that means you're one in a million, which means you're very unique. And then I always tell them, I said, just because we're the same, there's one or two unique qualities about yourself, and it's okay. And they just be looking. Yeah. They was like, well, Miss Kins, what is your unique talent? I said, uh, I'm silly. Like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I have to say that to the kids. So, but yeah, you're right. It's okay yeah. to be different, folks. Yes, uh, yes, yes. We we need that in this world. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Candace. And we're going to move on to You're Anthony. Welcome. Thank you, Candace. I am also going to thank you so much for gracing us here on Take Two Radio. Um, oh. <laughs> and before I get with my questions, um, you know, your journey as Jillian was amazing. But honestly, those thank scenes you. where, you know, you were convincing Ryan that he was going to be okay without you. Um, you know, <laughs> I I don't know if you felt green, you know, coming into um, all my children, but you know, when you when you left, and and of course you graced us wonderfully with a couple of um, angelic visits, but um, you know, as you were leaving, you were you know beyond par, you know, a complete leading lady, and those scenes of you telling Ryan he was going to be okay still was you know t- oh. in my mind. Talk about crying! Oh my gosh! Oh, right. I'm, I'm I'm not a crier either. So <laughs> there you go. 
So my first question is very soap fanny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your um, on-screen um, former husband has now placed himself in another ABC soap opera. Would you ever consider joining him there or any of the other three on, on network television? Would you consider going back to the soap world? Yes, I would. <laughs> I absolutely would. <laughs> Yeah, Cameron and Cameron and I spoke already about it, and um, it, it it nothing would be more wonderful. It would be absolutely wonderful if that could happen. Well, then I'm going to sneak in an extra question and ask if you had your dream, you know, entree onto General Hospital and Cameron, what kind of role would you want to play? Oh, please tell me I'm not princess, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I want to play Julian. <laughs> well, Julian you know, with great. Orpheus and all the various storylines, you know, just about everybody else has come back from the dead. Why not, Julian? Yes, right. <laughs> right. Well, I would, right. I would love to play with Cam- I would love to play opposite Cameron again, of course. So... Anything with him would be would be great. And if any of the other soaps were to call, uh, maybe. <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I would hope I would hope Cameron calls Cameron's soap calls first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My yeah. official second question is. Um, you know, you, you, you and you and um, Cameron, a.k.a. Ryan and Jillian, were without a doubt a super couple. Um, and that was, you know, at the very eve of the Internet, et cetera, et cetera. Um, did you realize how popular the coupling was? And a second piece of that question is, what was it like when you left the show? You know, there's got to be some kind of a, you know, huge kind of um, breathe down period. Well, in answer to your first question, no, I I don't think I realized uh, how popular we really were. Uh, I I really don't think so because we were living such a uh, protected life going from home to studio, the home studio, that's all we did all day. so I never really got out there in the world much um, to to realize it. And I didn't do social media. I didn't read stuff. So I, I didn't want to get involved in any of that. So I didn't really know. And then um, second question, um, it was really hard leaving the show it was it was really hard for me suddenly to be gone um, back in Los Angeles. I I it, it was really hard. Now that I think back, it was it was very difficult for me. I really missed it. Yeah. Did you love it those times that they they asked you to come back for the little vignettes? That was great. Yes, it was. Very nice. Thank like, you so it's, much. It's like going home, I would imagine, you know, because you, yeah, you become was, like family there. 
It was so lovely. Except when Cameron and I saw each other, we couldn't stop crying. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It was awful. I mean, it was wonderful, but yeah, yes. it, was, it was awful too. Yeah. Well, Cameron, if you're listening to this and we know that you follow a lot of the soap media, please hit up Frank and tell him, Esther, 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 Esther. Just every time you walk past him, just say, just whisper, Esther. And maybe hypnotically, <laughs> he'll bring our expert to general hospital. Well, I, I have to, right. I have to share something about Cameron. Uh, Cameron does not, um, you know, like my posts on social media or talk or you know when I wish him a happy birthday or whatever. He never acknowledges that, and I understand completely because he's got ten million fans, right? But yeah. when I when I posted the interview coming up with you on Instagram last night, he actually commented on the post. He didn't say words, but he put a bunch of emojis that were hearts and clapping and all that. So he was happy to hear oh. it. <laughs> he acknowledged it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What a sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, he's so nice. Oh. Well, then Cameron, Esther, Esther. Esther. Yeah. Just every time you pass them, just whisper Esther. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Yeah. No, um, so I have a couple of questions from Will. And Will wants to know, speaking of social media, you do have accounts, but you're not on there actively right now. Are you going to ever come back to social media and start interacting with fans? You know, I I probably should do that, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, okay. Okay, then I should. I will. Yeah. Yes. You know, keep your name out there. Get people excited. You know, have them root for you to be on another soap or on, you know, General Hospital with Cameron or something. You know, that's you got to put yourself out there, woman. <laughs> yes. 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 I, I'm, I'm not crazy about the social media thing but um I uh I I I need to do that. You're right. I should do that. It's yeah. the thing to if you do. did one of those Twitter like I'm gonna be on here for an hour and answer all of your questions, you'd see the thousands of people who still have such a a hard, strong love for, for the character you played and for you as a person. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I'll 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 make that my my next project. So that'll keep me really busy. His <laughs> <laughs> other question was, where would you see yourself in two years? In two years, wow. Well, I would. Uh, on Playing back from the dead, Jillian on General Hospital. Right there, there you go. go. There's the answer. <laughs> Thank you very much. There you are. <laughs> that would be good. You know, I right now would be kind of a good time if you think about it, guys, because Ryan is well. His name is Drew on on uh, General Hospital. Drew is in Monte Carlo. And, you know, he could discover that Jillian did not actually die. She had to run from whoever. 
and ended up in Monte Carlo dealing cards somewhere. Wouldn't that be awesome? Or maybe end up in that jail yeah. that he's in. We could come up with a yeah. million storylines for you. Screaming in Yeah. Or or mm-hmm. somebody said that my heart was never used for Laura's heart. Like uh, right. it wasn't really my heart that right. was used. My heart turned out to be okay. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So just leave it to us. If he needs ideas, we can throw them at him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We we'll leave it to you guys, you know. There's, there's a, a, a lot of very uh, imaginative people out there. Exactly. Exactly. Especially our soap brains. Yeah. We watch yes. we watch all the soaps, so, and unfortunately there's only four left. And fortunately there's four left because there could be none. Um, so, yeah. We, you know, the, the soap world has made such an impact that a lot of people don't realize that, you know, that's basically what TV was and a lot of great stars that are, you know, in, huge in the movies and stuff like that came from soaps. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's so Hey, Esther, what's next for you? For me? No, I'm serious. I would love to go back to a show. We're going to start a, a hashtag campaign on Twitter then. All right? Yes. Hashtag Put it on t- like, Frank, let's, yeah, bring let's, Esther. Frank, bring Esther. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is, uh, that's what I want to do. I'm ready, ready, set, go. One, two, three. All righty then. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to put it in his brain. Yes, that and, uh, would be lovely. Yeah, and if when you set up a time to go back onto social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, you know, just uh, have your publicist let us know, and we'll gladly, you know, be there for you. Oh, that is so kind. Thank you. I really appreciate Absolutely. that. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we let you go? No, I think I I shared more than enough. Uh, or I, I I'm happy. I think I shared everything. So, you were wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. You are wonderful. I had such a great time talking to you all, and uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You have a good evening, and we will talk on social media soon. Okay, wonderful. Take care, everyone. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. She's such a sweetheart. Oh, wow. <laughs> she is absolutely adorably sweet. I would love to see her on General Hospital. Just, uh, you know, and, and of course it would be great as Jillian, but any character, because we any we character. truly fell in love with her on All My Children. I, I know that mm-hmm. she had a bazillion fans out there. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could see her on The Young and the Restless, too. Um, and, and I even I, I, I bet you, Candace. Yeah, I, I bet you we're we're sort of thinking I the can, same I thing. I can even see her. I could even see her on Days of Our Lives. Yep. Yes. Yes. I can see her especially with the with the Demiris. 
That's what oh, I was thinking. I'm thinking more Alame and yeah. then running up against Xander. Yeah. I think the two of them yeah. would have amazing chemistry. Or like Paul, even come, uh, or like, or come even even come across um, EJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Miss you know, Tam, our leader, what show are we going to – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Candace. I said we need to be casting directors. I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it casting out there. directors, storyboard editors. We, yeah, we absolutely, you know. Head writers. <laughs> so Head writers. Works <laughs> <laughs> for me. Yeah, I, mm. Well, let's start with so the bold and the beautiful. Well, the bold and the beautiful, right. and and all I have to say is Deacon is back. Deacon, Deacon is, is back. back. Okay, okay. Um, I guess I can say this that um, <clears throat> one of us knew about it and didn't say anything. Um. Well, a lot of people guessed, including myself, that it was going to be him. Well, I guessed um, after I knew. See, see what had happened was. Uh, there was a certain picture that was posted that was taken down real quick, like a couple of weeks ago. Uh huh. Yep. And uh, somebody uh, saw it and uh, didn't say anything. He was on set a few weeks ago, and I saw it, and I was like, "Ooh!" And then it was it was like taken down, like like it was up, and then it was down, like before I could even do anything. I'm glad Deacon's back. I just hope. I think, I hope, <laughs> I get it. I just hope the writers don't F this up. Well, he's already um, started drama by coming back. I mean, Ridge and, and uh, uh, oh, my gosh, what's her name? Brooke. 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 Brooke are already, like, pulling their hair out of their heads. And Liam. You know, here's the deal. I, I, I'm 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 going to call the purple elephant in the room purple. Um, you know, first and foremost, he touches just about every character that's on. I'm hearing a really weird sound. Is anybody else? Me too. No, I hear me it. Me too. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, All right, me. Hold cool. on. Um, you know, he touches just about every character on canvas right now. Um, mm-hmm. That's first and foremost. You know, secondly, there's unfinished business with him and a lot of characters. Quinn, right. Quinn, yeah. Quinn, Quinn, Hope. Um, so, you know, Sheila. I was really, Sheila, exactly. Um, I was really excited to see Sheila return two years ago. I unfortunately was beyond, um, what's the word, disappointed. Uh, this, this new resurrection of Sheila, I'm not disappointed yet, but I'm edging towards, you know, that cliff and I'm, I'm about to be pushed off. Um, I'm going to echo what Candace like said. Like when David really... Exactly. Thank, Thank you. Me. Yes, girl. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I, I really hope the writers use the opportunity, that they, the opportunity that they have here. You know, he's got a score to settle with at least three folks on Canvas. He's got at least mm-hmm. four or five relationships to repair. And, you know, like or, or not the, the man behind the character – he is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, yeah. I, I really hope that the writers do right by, I'm not even going to say by him or by, or by Deacon. 
I'm going to say I really hope the writers do right by us. And by the way, I'm still waiting for the ultimate Quinn uh, Sheila show. Me too. Me too. Okay. So come on, girl. I know somebody, you got feelings. As I have, a, I have a lot of feelings, but I don't know where to put them because I think everybody who knows me will say, you know, I defend bold and and everything. Because to me, I do look at bold a little different than the other soaps. With that being said, with Sheila, look. I know everybody's like, okay, she should go up against Quinn and not Steffi. Steffi's, you know, acting too brand new. And I keep telling people, I say, you know, Sheila caused a lot of bull on Steffi's family. Tried to kill her grandparents. She she acknowledged that too. Yeah. Right. And, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, she lived through all of it. I mean, she lost her mother for three years because Mm -hmm. of Sheila, because we all thought Mm -hmm. she died when she was in Abu Dhabi. But the thing is, is that, okay, you know, everybody is bringing up the last time we had saw Sheila, you know, she was working at the coffee place, you know. But also remember that Sheila used to work at a restaurant, too. That was kind of her. her, her, But regardless, like, they're trying to create the, the next, like, like war in in the next generation of it because yeah even though Steffi is not OG Stephanie she's still trying to protect her family from Sheila and 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 the sad thing is is that Sheila is family yep. like that's the crazy part is that Steffi is still is connected through to Sheila via, via Finn yep. and her her newborn child. With Deacon coming back, okay. Boy, here's the deal. Hold up. She's also connected via some sibling that's out there that that we just don't never know. Oh yeah, Ridge's half sister. Yeah, Ridge's half sister. Yep. Yep. Ridge's half sister. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. So you know, but go ahead. And see, and see, and this is where I want to know. See, this is where okay, I need for Josh Griffin and Young of the Rustlers and Brad Bell. Could be like, okay, meet me in the hallway, like in the middle of the hallway by the steps before you go up to the Price is Right. I need for them to address something because if Deacon and Sheila are in this, on the same show, which means they're in the same orbit, I need for some of Deacon's younger to Russell's past to be brought up Yes. to Sheila. Yes. Because the first Thank thing you. I thought about today when I saw him coming in, when he said, by the way, Sean, I, I think why you said daddy, daddy's home. Okay, we know. Okay, thank you, social media. We got it. But the thing is, I need for them to acknowledge the fact that he was working with Ryder, which is the other kids. You know, there was Daisy, Ryder. Yeah, we acknowledge Daisy. Um, I know some people don't want to, but we have to because that's one of Sheila's kids. Mm. But I do want to see what they do with Deacon because you're right. He has a vendetta against Quinn. Definitely Ridge and Brooke, you know, and I don't need them to act brand new about Brooke and, you know, about Hope and Deacon's relationship because it was starting when Kimberly Matula was start, was on there. I need for Liam, and I just, I, I'm kind of interested in this, but I just also want to know who they're going to try to pair Deacon up with. I've been saying right. for the last couple of years, if y'all don't see any potential with Katie and Deacon, I have nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> but welcome back, John Canaan. I I I miss seeing you on Bold and yeah. Beautiful. You know, oh. people were talking about you and Deacon and Phyllis today too. But that's another story for another time. Candace, well, did you hi, say everybody. that you were looking forward to uh, 
Deacon and Katie? Oh, I think, absolutely. look, the thing is, is that, yeah, there's, there's people who are buzzing. They're like, okay, because, look, okay, Deacon, okay, and I think this is how fast we soap fans are. We already, you know, know who we probably want to see, you know, hook up. You cannot do Deacon and Brooke because Brooke and Ridge have made it kind of a, they're now, they're married. Like, they actually are now a stable couple, believe it or not, and it's happened, folks, where they are kind of the, we're not going to break for anybody. So then you take a look at the next person. I saw people saying, can you imagine if Steffi and Deacon hooked up? Honey, look, that would be Bill and Steffi, like, 2.0. Um, then you have Quinn and Deacon. Okay. General Hospital fans will get a kick out of it because we all talked about it. I wouldn't mind it, but right now Quinn is kind of occupied right now. You have Donna, but Donna's babysitting right now. Then mm-hmm. you have, who else is the next? The obvious, Shauna. Now, if they want to, let's go. Where's Denise Richards at? We haven't seen that baby in a while. Let's, like, do that. Oh, but the she person... Breaking news, oh, yeah. she ain't oh, okay. coming back. Go ahead. Okay. Go. So, go ahead. Thank you, Denise Richards, for your service. It was a pleasure seeing yes. you. I'm and beautiful. God bless. Um, uh-huh. But with that being said, then you look at the next person, Katie. Let's be real. Katie and Bill fans, I love y'all. I, I, most of you are, are friends of mine who are, they need something to happen to them. They, like, see, this is why I wish Ted King, <laughs> They could have done this with Ted King, but I'll take Deacon for it. I need for Bill to feel threatened or not threatened, but kind of like the sense of, okay, you've been doing all of this stuff for a while now, and here comes Deacon, freaking sharp, making a move on your woman. Like, we need to spice that up a little bit. Like, we need some pong pong chicken, dong, dong, dong. We need something. But let me ask you this. Don't you think? Don't you think they're going uh, for Katie and um, Eric? No. Okay. And I'm going to step in here now real quick. So first and uh, foremost, Not that I want the, it. I'm just saying that's where it looks like it's kind of uh, heading. They have played with that about 17 times mm-hmm. over the last – how many years has it been since um, – since um, uh, Steffi um, – God, I can't remember her name in real life – left. Um <laughs> You, oh, Susan Flannery? You know, Susan Flannery, thank you. They have played mm-hmm. with the Eric um, Katie pairing about six or seven times since, mm-hmm. um, since she left. So he, here's the thing, okay? Every soap opera needs an Edward and Lila. They need a Asa and Renee. They need a Josh and, um, and Reva. 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 You know, the, Reva, didn't I say that? What did I say? I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know... Yeah. When Bold and the Beautiful, it was Eric and Stephanie. You know, they had an opportunity to make Eric and Quinn that in the beginning of their story. They had the opportunity. They redeemed her. They, you know, Eric brought her into, you know, into society, et cetera, et cetera. They had the opportunity. They need that couple. And at this point, it's got to be Brooke and Rich because – if they break up to make up again, it's just, you know, enough is enough is enough. They need to elevate the Brooklyn Bridge characters to the matriarch and patriarch of the show. So where does that leave Deacon? 
Deadly Deacon with either Quinn, which I wouldn't mind seeing, to be quite honest. First, they need to go after each other, and then they need to realize yeah. when they when one of them is about to kill the other one, oh, wait, there's a bed right there. Let's do that instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or put her with Katie. And quite honestly, if you look at social media, folks is kind of tired of Katie. Folks is really, really kind of tired of Katie. So they need something to shake up. You know, the I'm in everybody else's business, and when I'm not in everybody else's business, I'm crying. They need something new with her. They had the perfect opportunity with Katie and Wyatt, and you know, kind of let that you know go a little too easily and too quickly. That's so my defense. What about you, David? What? Oh. Um. Yeah, Katie needs a little something extra in her life, I think. And she needs a new man right to now, play the pizza boy. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, I know. You know, anybody. Um, she's currently. I don't know. Her and Bill are like at a standstill. So, is she the type that would wander off? Because she she's always mad at Bill for wandering off. So maybe it's her turn. Yep, and we got Will on the phone, too, here. So, Will, you can put your two cents in. Yeah, um, I wanted to just say that, uh, yeah, I agree with you all, the minority. Um, yeah, let Katie have a spiced-up life. Why not let her have Deacon? If not, if if the situation is they just don't know what to write for Katie, then write her off for temporary. You can always bring her back any time, you know. Just let it all flush out a little bit. That's why I say it. You know, honestly, I actually kind of agree with Will. Send her to Genoa City for a while. Send her to Genoa City. A, Mm -hmm. you have the, you know, oh, my God, she looks like Victoria Um, factor. Yeah, you could do that. Boy, you look familiar. Have I seen you somewhere before? Or you look like a model. You look like a model. Have have I seen you before? And there were some built-in storylines that she could already walk into. So, you know, honestly, that's not the worst idea in the world. Mm-hmm. And remember, Bill, for a while. Bill went to Genoa City, so why not let Katie? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And what do you think about Katie meeting and really liking Jack? Jack, I know. I was going to say Jack, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Let, her, <laughs> let, let Katie check up Genoa City. Let her shake it up a little bit, stirring some drama for Sally after all the stuff that she pulled mm-hmm. and all of a sudden she meets Jack Abbott and they just start to sparks fly. Sally gets jealous and there you go. You got the drama right there. Yep. And in the meantime, she could accidentally drop that Sheila and Deke in a bag. Right. I mean, by the way, and it's perfect. Because Jack and Lauren are best friends, so he could be like, "What's bothering you, Katie?" She's like, "I don't know how to tell my, I don't know how to tell Lauren this, but the worst person that she hates is in um, Los Angeles." He's like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "Sheila Carter." And he's like, "Oh my god, his face is everything." That would be awesome. Yeah. But again, we gotta have yeah. the writers really spice things up. Quit being so bland. That's why I say it. You've got the well, opportunity, yeah, like David says. Let's fight. You know, love it or, real quick on this topic. Love it or hate it, the baby switching storyline between all my children and one life to live boosted both of both of those soaps mm-hmm. incredibly. Yes. 
Right. You know, yes. and, you know the yeah. one thing that CBS, they do amazing tribute episodes. They do, you know, they do a lot of things amazingly. They screw the crossovers up every they single did. time. Bill was so and lackluster. It was like, was like he there? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they screw the crossover up every single time. And there's so much to play with. It, it, that's why I said, like, you know, Brad Bell, like, I, because especially, I feel as though now that you have Deacon, like, that's why I said, I want to see if they, I, you know, I got a word on the grapevine is that Deacon and Sheila are going to cross paths. So that's why I said they need to bring up Ryder. Because if you don't, again, both yep. the beautiful Young and the Russell fans watches both shows. So it's not like you don't know who Ryder is. You don't know. You got to really tap into the history because sometimes they forget. But right. it's like you're going to have to acknowledge that these are not strangers. They do know right. each other some way, somehow. Um, okay, that's where I, I do Biblically. Biblically. <laughs> Amen. Candice, Candice yeah. does Sheila know about her own son, Ryder? Because I thought I thought when they did the Lauren and the Sheila lookalike sister sort of situation, I thought it was sugar. Um, didn't they say that yeah. there was they were like siblings or something? I don't know. I get confused with all that. Okay, so Sheila has one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, we got six, five, six kids, okay? Yeah. So we know about Erica. We know about uh, the other kid, we, uh, De- Diana. That's two. That's mm-hmm. on Bold, y'all. Okay. We, well, it's three kids on, on Bold and Beautiful now. It's Mary, a.k.a. Erica Lovejoy, Diana, Bridget's half-sister, and Finn. Lord, Sheila, girl, you just mm, you just doing too much. Yeah. Okay. She has a grand. I'm just going to do the family tree. She now has a grandchild by Steffi Forster because of that. Okay. Or Young and Rustless, she has those lovely twins, um, Daisy and Ryder, and a grandchild via uh, with uh, with Daniel, Daniel, which makes Phyllis and Sheila connected to. You know what, Sheila? You've done too much. I, you know, yeah. why I <laughs> applaud you though. Yeah. I just thought about that. I was like, I applaud you because some way, you, somehow, you you got into them. This is the but she just now right. They mm-hmm. need to acknowledge some of this. They also need to, and I'm just going to keep it 110. If they do not address, and I need Deacon when he sees if he sees Sheila, and say, "You remember what you did to my girl Amber?" I need for that to be addressed. Why? Yeah. He, he should both, fly across I, the room over a table. He should jump out a window, literally wanting to choke the life out of her. Yeah, to me, it's like, yeah, I mean, this is where I want to say, okay, I know we just gave a whole reference of everything that should happen. But I'm going to keep it real. Right now, what they're going to try to do and what they should should do, and I'm going to say this is going to be number one priority, is focus on Hope and Deacon's relationship. Because I still need, I think I said this on the show, when Deacon was, um, when Liam was in jail, I wanted a scene so bad of Sean Kanan returning as Deacon and say to Liam, so did you mess up the way I messed up? In other words, didn't, you know, you, you kind of, you let Hope down. You really let Hope yeah. down. Like yep. you're the second guy yeah, to let her let down. Yeah, my baby out there. And so yeah. I, yep. yeah, you like pretty much. 
So to me, I do need I need some Deacon and Liam. Like I need for Deacon to kind of call Liam out on some things that Hope probably has told him. I don't know what the status of the relationship is now. I need for Deacon to say, you know, he was a horrible. But it it is it it, own it. But you want to do right. I need for Hope to say because of the daddy issues that she has had, it led her to kind of like believe that somebody could change. That's why she stayed with Liam. But I also don't want them to also drop the, the ridge and hope. Could, well, no, mind. No, mind. No, mind. I, I, I could, no, mind. I could see Deacon. I could see Deacon kind of interested in Finn for his daughter, Hope, because maybe in his mind he's like, you know what, Liam, you've hurt my daughter way too much. I think it's over with you and my daughter. I'm going to pick the better man. Let me just, let like, me just say okay, this let right me now. Pick Finn. If that happens, that's because, well, I'm pretty sure we all probably heard. Um, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that because, Bo, you threw me for a loop because I thought we were going one way, but I guess we're turning to doing another thing with Hope. So, okay. I'm watching well, so I'm watching you. So uh, did he can show up today? I'm just going to say one word. Episode. Poison is Did he show up? Oh, that's two words. Yes, he showed up today. Yeah, um, today was his day. Let's move on to yeah. Let's move on to um, when Eric told Ridge what was really going on. I it, it broke my heart because his yeah. his thing is his main reason. Uh, well, of course, he says he loves Quinn, but his main reason mm-hmm. for having her back is because he doesn't want to live alone in the house. He says. All my children grew up. They all moved away from me. They all have your own lives, and I'm alone in this house. That just broke my heart. Yes. But you know what? The, the other part is it's really none of their business. That's just for Eric. To, well, you know, that's no, just, it's his, not. And, his, and everybody no. knows that. But that's, that, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. I feel bad for Eric because Ridge is just is way yeah. too much into it. It's none of Ridge's business anyway. Right. Okay. First of all, John McCook, that's your Emmy reel for supporting actor next year. I don't care what anybody mm-hmm. says. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know everybody has had their 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 giggles about this storyline, about it being you know uh, a ED storyline. Again, when have you ever had an ED storyline on soap? I know. I can't remember. What they're doing with Quint. Right, it hasn't been. This is what Bold said. You know what? We're going to boldly go and tell a man's real health story that nobody has heard, like, dealt with. But I think it got glossed over because of another topic of the whole Eric kind of pimping your wife out a little bit. Right. To, to Carter, to satisfy her needs while you can't. Let me right. just say this. Those scenes on Friday, it was last Friday, mm-hmm. I watched it over the weekend. It broke my heart because I got it. Mm-hmm. I got, I understand why Eric is doing what he's doing. It's the right. question. The question has always been: if you've ever been by yourself, or you know, you are empty nesters, how desperate are you to keep company around? Right. And yep. what would you do in order to keep <clears throat> people from like from straying, but yet still doing their own thing? 
Well, you know, you're going to you're going to go in one yeah. of two directions with that. You're either going right. to try to get out there and and keep in touch with everybody and be a busybody in your families, right. or you're going to be isolated and you're going to be a loner. Right. Well, I mean, exactly. folks, because, let's okay. let, let's roll this back for a second. ED is the new, you know, the new player in this storyline, but this is a storyline that has been done in soaps since the very beginning, you know, there's been the car accident where, you know, the, the male is in a wheelchair. You, there have been many men who have tried to pass their wife along so that they can keep the wife happy and satisfied. This is just the, the most honest telling of it up to this point in soap history. You know, what, what I really need to see Bold do is go that next level with Eric. You know, let him let him really start to break down and say, you know, Stephanie's gone. My grandchildren are all grown. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to start falling apart at some point, and, you know, and I need somebody to take care of me. And all you losers are so involved in your own life that unless I'm on, on life support and there's a plug about to be pulled, ain't none of you going to help me. But he pretty much said that when he admitted to Ridge that he didn't want to be by himself, that they all grew up and went away, you know, that he's there all alone. That's pretty much what he was saying. Um, no, I know, but they, they need but to go Ridge that whole did, next level. They keep, but, they keep him like he's a, 40, a 40-ish-year-old man with silver hair. You know, they need to actually start letting some of the aging come into, into his life. Beyond the ED. Mm-hmm. Well, I, what I wanted him, to, what I wanted Eric to do after explaining everything to Ridge, is smack him upside the head because all Ridge is concentrated what? on is get his hatred for Quinn and getting her out of the house instead of listening but, uh, to how what? his father actually feels. But, but you know what I think it is because it's one of those things where again, when you first when you first look at it when you first hear everything. You're thinking one way because of quote unquote the history, right? But then when you sit down and you rewatch it through, because now we all heard Eric's words, right? So now it's sort of like we're we're listening to to him, and we're rewatching the episode, and we're seeing it in a different point of view. Does that make sense? Yes. It does, but also yes. to what Pam said, but, that's illustrated yeah. exactly what Eric was saying in the first place. Right. The fact right. that Ridge well, couldn't but see past his like own agenda. Ridge, but, right. Yeah. But what, but what no, I'm no, wait. Let like, me just okay. finish the sentence, though. Go. Let me finish the sentence. Right. It not only, you know, it, Ridge couldn't see past his own agenda, but it highlighted the fact that Nobody ever really, and, and the history of this soap, really, unless he was sleeping with Ridge's wife or trying to break up um, Brooke and, and um, the, the brother, you know, unless he's, you know, an obstacle in the middle of something, no one ever pays attention to Eric. Except right. for Katie, but, you know, oh, that yeah. ship sailed about seven years ago. Yeah, that's true. And, and it was the perfect highlight for... Okay. for the way Ridge reacted and acted back to him, illustrated. Hello. Yeah. What Anthony. Eric really needs to do at one point is smack Ridge upside the back of the head and not say, you know, yeah. I came here 
but you selfish MF. You have been showed time and time again, and you do not learn from your mistakes. I, at right. least, have learned from mine. Yeah. But Tough. it is crazy to, to me because when I'm watching those things, first and foremost, Rich has become a Logan. And I'm just going to keep it like that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing yes. to me because I'm it's like true. watching it. I'm watching the scenes, right? And I'm and this is, this tells you you're a true soul fan when there's a scene between two people, but for some reason it's actually between three because you're actually pretending you're in the scene too, giving your own take about everything. So I'm sitting here and I'm listening to Ridge go on and on about Quinn. And I'm like, okay, this is where you need a character to come in and read Ridge like everything he's done. Yes. It's like, wasn't it that long ago that um, why are you going after Eric when your lips were touching Quinn too? Did you forget about that? Did you forget you got to get touch anymore? Right. And, like, did you remember your, you know, your vasectomy and everything? So how dare you, Rich, come up in your father's house and going on and on about Quinn? You know who you need to talk to about Quinn? Look in that mirror right there. Because if you have an issue about Quinn, you need to look at yourself. I said another thing is I felt like giving Eric a hug because, like everybody said, you know, when he said, I have nobody to come, like, and that's why I said, like, how desperate are, would you be willing to go to keep somebody around just so you won't yep. feel lonely anymore? And that's the, and that's the part that, that, like I said, when he was saying all of that, I'm thinking, again, when Stephanie died, right, everybody had their own quote-unquote lifestyle. They were, you know, their lives that they were getting used to. They were, you know, every – and I heard people saying, well – the grandkids can come by. That's different. There's a difference between coming by and stay and coming home too. Like Eric said, yeah. I miss the family's chit chatting and da da da. And you, as a bold and beautiful fan, have to remember there was once upon a time there was like ten people living in that house. Like, right. <laughs> you had, yep. you had yeah. kids. Candace, you had he's the, the perfect spouses. way to illustrate that. Candace, he's mm-hmm. the perfect way to illustrate that. Family dinners are wonderful, but there's nothing like breakfast. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yep. Everything comes yeah, up on breakfast. I agree with you. I'm very yeah. upset with Ridge because he makes it all about himself, and that's why I agree with you. I want somebody else to go in that scene and tell Ridge what he has done to make him quit off this uh, high pedestal that he but needs you know, to go on. But you know what? As I said that, I also got to understand Rich's point of view, too. Like, that's the, that was the crazy thing about everything that was going on is that everybody is just thinking Eric is just this poor woo-woo. He doesn't know any better. He's getting mistreated. Pe- people are taking advantage of him just because he's old and he's rich and stuff like that. At the same time, that's his father. Like, that is, like, huh? he's trying to make sure his father doesn't get hurt by somebody who, because of her past and because whether we like it or not, she, you know, she is, she's tried. She's trying to turn over a new leaf, which I think people forget sometimes. <laughs> Ridge brought <coughs> Donna Katie <coughs> Bill. Wait, but Candace, I'm sorry. I got dis- yeah. to disagree with you there. It's not about protecting his father. That's what he, that's the face he puts on it because he knows he can't spin it the way he really feels. 
He can't okay, have Queen. I mean, he couldn't, he couldn't like, have Queen. What stuff I'm saying, like, to me, it's like, it's, how can I say it? It's like, when you watch the scenes, right, again, we all know, look, before, when Eric gave the okay, like, he was divorcing, you know, Quinn and stuff, we saw that, you know, he kind of, like he had said, he said, I tried. I tried, I tried. Then he owned up to, you know, what Quinn and everybody else has said. He, when Brooke comes into his house, and dictates his life or whatnot, and people go after Brooke. He's the Eric is the first one to be Team Brooke and not right. anybody else. Okay, and I love the fact that he's owned up to that. When Quinn, she was getting the taste of well, she was getting the taste of you know, well, y'all know the joke I'm going with, but right. um, she was getting you know whatnot, and she still you know was yearning for Eric. Eric was yearning for her. But in undertone, he was missing the company. With, like, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Brothers. Then you have Ridge and Brooke. Again, you would think because of everything that they've been through with Quinn, and that's what they're basing it off on, all the stuff that Quinn has done. So they could be like, okay, we got enough evidence. Okay, you, Ridge, we, we're going in on this. She, yeah, she, she hurt Ridge. She hurt Eric. So we're going to go in. Okay, let's go. Well, wait, Ridge is going to go because he's the son. And that's why I said, like, to me, it, it was it was one thing to when you watch those scenes. Because you're right, it broke my heart. It broke my heart when he said it because I compare, I, I put Jack from Young and the Rockless and Eric in the same, like, boat. Right, right, yeah. In a sense, because they're both lonely right now. And they're doing certain things to try to... Like you, like you said, to keep busy, to kind of take their mindset off of coming home to an empty house. Now, Jack is not done with Eric has done. He's not going through what Eric is going through. But if you peel everything back, these are two men who were so used to a family, like the family breakfast, yes. like you said, you know, family lunch, family dinners, family arguments, family, you know, throwing the cheap china around. Now it's nothing. That would yep. be crazy. Yeah, the sad. part is even when Eric admitted what's going on with him, they still continue on with their hypocrisy. Like he just told you what his problem is, what's going on in his marriage. But they don't but believe yet, Ridge it. Continues, yeah, Ridge continues to push. Oh, but Quinn this, Quinn that. Your dad just opened up to you. Shut up, Ridge, and listen. Yeah. But another thing is well, he let's... doesn't believe that because. Yeah, it is. I was going to say, let's move on to Young and the Restless after what you have to say. Finish your sentence. Okay. Oh, no, no. Well, as soon as you say Young and the Restless, you notice I just went silent. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, Anthony, Um, pick it up with Young and the Restless. Since you haven't been around for a while, give us your thoughts on whoever you want to start with. Okay, I don't know what's going on with Blogspot. Can you hear me? I can yeah, now we can. Oh, I thought you were being silent. I did I too. Yeah, silent. I thought he. I thought yeah. he was being dramatic. I, I thought it was a sarcasm. I thought it was like, <laughs> okay, now y'all know where I get from. Okay, well, you know what? I could have done that for effect. Um, younger. Oh man, you know, 
we've been in marriage counseling. We tried some holistic stuff. Um, you, you, you know, I even went to a voodoo shaman to, 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 to try to get some potions or something to resurrect my love affair with the young and the restless. Okay. I, I, okay. I'm just going to say one word and then I'm going to ask Candace mm-hmm. to pick up. Ashlyn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dear Soap Jesus, please lift us up to make sure that Ashlyn becomes a better character than he was written for because this excuse is not so good. Amen. There you go. Thank you. Okay. Phyllis and Jack, again, seriously, you gave us, uh, you gave so us all those seats. Come on. Come on. Um, Sharon, oh, God, I don't even know who Sharon is. Right now, <laughs> there are about two things that are interesting on the entire Young and the Restless canvas. Um, so I'm going to let someone else talk because I'm not the one. I, I am not happy right now with the Young and the Restless. Well, I, let me say this about Cameron's part and her, her depression. It could be one of two things or both. One, it could be postpartum um, from after mm-hmm. the baby being born. And the other thing mm-hmm. could just be, you know, she carried that baby for nine months and yeah. she was, she was uh-huh. kidnapped with that baby for how many months? So no. uh, how could you not so be that's... freaked out about it and angry yeah, and that's one of wanting two, to hold that's the baby? That's one of my two things that I'm actually still interested in. Absolutely. Okay. And hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully they go with this in the right way. And there's, there's a couple, you know, you say that it could be one of two. I actually think there's about four different reasons that she could be that you know, and a combination of two that really, really should be why she's spiraling into depression. But they, this storyline at the moment is actually interesting to me, Inter- keeping me interested. If they yeah. do what they've done with just about every other storyline in the last eighteen months. Then about two months from now, I'm going to be like, oh, God, just end it because you just took it so far off the map. But right now, that's one of the two storylines I'm interested in. In the other? <laughs> you don't know? Candace, you want to guess? Um, something with Sally and Adam and all of them? Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> I win, I win, I win. Was it I win? Did I win a book? <laughs> I have to say, you, win. Win. <laughs> you win my undying love and an open invitation to come hang out in Florida whenever you want. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, those are the only two things that are keeping me interested right now. Um, very hard. I have to say, though, had, had you asked me about a week and a half ago, I still would have been all in on Ashlyn and Victoria. But oh man, oh oh god, man! Uh, wait, hey, hey, Anthony, Anthony, love... hey, Anthony. wait, go ahead, wait, girl. Hey, Anthony, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing something to you. Ready? Cats. Meow. We don't have the rights to Cats the Musical, so I couldn't sing the song. <laughs> Wait, I've got we, a quick wait, question. Can we, can we can we do the meow thing? Meow 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 meow. Can we do that? 
or is it? Oh, we, we went to. Okay, there was another. Okay. Yeah. I got a quick question for the group. Do we really even care at this point for the Ashland Victoria wedding? Okay. Um, let me just. I'm, I care oh, go ahead. about thirty percent because I I think that there's still there is still a couple of pieces where they could they could turn this all the way around. So I care about thirty percent. If it's going in the direction that I basically know it's going, no, I really don't care. And I'm going to add on to that. Does anybody does anybody else? Want to know like what happened to the Amanda storyline? Okay, so this uh, is what Candace jumps in it. I'm over that Bingo. nonsense. It's I'm over it. I was over it. Just <laughs> sort of the moment that we found out who the daddy was. I, yeah, Candace and I were over okay. at that moment, but we both knew that there could be potential if they played it with a couple of beats. If they played it and they did. Yes. No. That, oh, no. Okay. See, let me just do this right now because when we go to the to the to the to that show on Port Charles, that that show, I'm gonna really have an issue. Here's the thing about Young and the Rustler. Yeah. The Ashland and Victoria story, like you said, unlike another wedding, that uh, I'm hoping for a shocker. I'm hoping that there is a uncovered secret that is going to be dropped like a bombshell yes. on that wedding day. Yes, I need girl, for yes, it not, yes. and not no wedding dress or anything. I need for somebody, something, someone to say, you know what, such and such and did this and such and such did that. I need for Victoria, I really want Victoria to kind of be like, I already knew about it. But I bet you didn't know I knew about this, and I did this to ensure my legacy. And I want Ashley yep. to be like, oh, everything well, I, I think just said to you was a I lie. Think, I think that's why Victoria is going through with the wedding, because if you saw it today, did you yeah. see? Yeah. Anybody see today? Okay. Yeah, if you saw it today, yeah. she but says. I don't mind about spoilers. Go ahead. She says, you know, that she's got she's got to keep focused on Newman and what's the name Lock. of his company? Yeah, Lumen and Lock Company. Yeah. That that's oh, her focus. She has to stay focused on that. And and, and Victoria kind of, I'm not Victoria. Nikki kind of questioned her. Well, wait a minute. Aren't you marrying, you know, for love and and not just because of this company? You sound like your father now. Yeah. So, but see, yeah. that's the but see, that's the thing. Here's the thing, though, because I even peeped that scene. And I was like, okay, Victoria is trying to earn her father's respect. You got to keep mm-hmm. – we have to keep remembering that in Victoria's eyes right now, she she still hasn't gotten that quote-unquote seal of approval from Victor Newman regarding all of this. It's like, okay, she's trying to make the ultimate merge with somebody. Look, Victor would probably have done the same thing if he was a female. So that's why we always say Victoria is Victor Jr. in a sense. Right. Yeah. But right now, Victoria, she just wants to prove that she's nobody's fool. She's nobody's dummy. Even though, right. like, with all of this stuff about Ashlyn, by the way, okay, got to get on my high horse real quick. Josh and crew at Young and Rustless, I am mad at you because you could have had this really be a good twist if he was Leslie Brooks's brother. Oh, yeah. Yes. You could have had him be... Theo's father. Right. 
Usually because, yeah, they I ruined mean, it. They look, ruined it. They when they said that Leslie was coming back, I think I said it on social media. I said to play at the wedding, and people was like, "No, what if him and what if Ashley?" I said the only way this will work. I said, "Here we go." I said, "Here's me being the head writer." I said, "Da da da da." To me, if I was writing the show, I would have done that. But they they went the quote unquote uh, Brad Carlson, Victor Newman, Carly Benson, Caruso's route where he, because of a traumatic experience, he took over somebody who died's identity, and he ran with it. You know what? And don't forget, Young, don't forget Young and the Restless did an Adam Lookalike storyline where he returned as that rich guy. I forget his name. Gabriel but at least with that, but, but here's the thing about that. At least I was interested in that story. Yeah, I was. It's recycled storylines that make no sense. But but see, here's the thing about about that. I'm gonna be honest. With Gabriel, we I mean, we all knew who he really was. Like, in other words, with Ashlyn, when they said he was Bobby, Bobby, okay. A lot of younger Russell's fans was like, it's not the same Bobby as Bobby and Brittany. They, they oh. you know, that's where they want it. And then right again, right. they was like, was there another Bobby? Like you when you okay. When you go ahead and say that this character, this mysterious character, is not really the person who they claim to be, this is where you they do get the fans kind of... You can connect to. Right. It's yes. somebody important, connected, or whatnot. <laughs> because there's the, yes. this is the second time in the calendar year that Young and the Russell has effed up. Because, again, with Amanda's father... Look, the, 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 the nice headshot that they got from the Sears catalog, to me... I don't know that guy. The only reason they were trying to make this storyline interesting was when you insert Victor Newman. When you insert Victor Newman, yep. that's getting people to, like, look. It's like, ooh, Victor knew about this? Ooh, who is this guy? Instead of going into the past of Young and the Rustlers and pulling out a character from the 80s played by Phil Morris and make him Tyrone, Tyrone Jack, y'all know Tyrone, could have been Amanda's father. But instead it was a guy, and where are they now? Where's the story at now? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And but now with They even like could have added a flashback time. just to make it a little interesting. They didn't even care to do that. No, because exactly. Nobody, because, they, but, because they, threw the, they threw the story. Let me just say this. This is what they did. Y'all remember those in the cereal boxes, those little rubber spiders that if you threw it on the wall, you watch it crawl, crawl down, or is it just me? Y'all probably yeah, remember this. Yeah, Y'all probably yeah I remember younger. those. Okay. Yes. That's yes. that's basically what they did with the storyline. They threw an idea, pop, and they watched it roll down. And they were like, okay, this is going to be some good stuff. It didn't stick. Like, no offense to the actors in the story, because I always say that. They work, they're working with what they was given. But it right. wasn't working at all. And with the Ashland stuff, look, Richard and Amelia have chemistry, Okay. Oh my I God! I love yeah. Ashlyn and Victor. I love the fact that we got Vic. Like to me, this could be a really good power couple. This could be like, like okay, I see you, you see me. Uh huh. Like we really are the next generation's Victor and Nikki in the sense of they're always one step ahead of each other, but they will come to mutual agreement. I need for something to happen at this wedding, and like I said, I don't need it to be about the dress. Take care of us. 
I need for something to shock the heck out of everybody. Cliffhanger Friday. Yeah. What whatever happens to Cliffhanger Friday? But so you know what? I, I do respect. I do respect you that towards Victoria. I think that's a little admirable, and just in my eyes. So let me say this, and they played with this for years with Victoria. They keep pushing her into I, I want to take the mantle. I, I'm I'm my father's daughter, et cetera, et cetera. But then they pepper it with. I'm a mother, I'm a woman, I'm this, I'm level-headed, I'm the things that my father isn't, which is a very valid storyline. And, and it actually could be a really good storyline if they take it all the way through. Like Candace, I want her to get up, and, and the minister goes through his whole thing, um, and do you, Victoria, hold up. I'll answer that question after a couple of things. Turn herself around to the congregation yeah. and throw out, bam, this, bam, that. Oh, Nick, Nick, my brother. I love you, my, 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 my brother. But let me tell you a little something about you. And just read the whole damn, the whole damn church. And then turn around and say to Victor, oh, and by the way, it's my company now. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. Come back on Monday. Would... Yeah. Yeah. You know, they played with Victoria going all the way to the edge and back how many times? It's time for her to go over the edge now. It's time yeah. for her to, you, you, you know, grab herself and say, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be my mm-hmm. father's daughter all the way, all the right. way. Well, we got 30 minutes left, and we still have two more soaps, so let's move on to GH. Oh, God. Okay. Can I do it? Please, can I start it? Please, Hi, girl. please me. Yep. Okay, um, I'm officially announcing again that after nine months and three weeks, me and GH are going to be separated again. Um, we tried oh, no. everything. We were we, we were doing so well up until two weeks ago on a Friday when the worst, worst reveal. The, every, okay, listen, it was nine months. Exactly, when Sonny died. Oh, yeah. And we right. mourned the loss of the great Michael Carranzos Jr. But we all knew where this was leading, to something. Okay, something. so you mean to tell me, GH writers, that you went through all of this, the, the horse and pony show, with Jason and Carly, having Jason saying that he's always loved Carly, and Carly's always saying it's always been you, have Monica say, you know, kind of, say that Robin was just a side piece and that everybody knew the great love of Jason's life was Carly, blah, 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 blah. I don't they get believe married that. Now, well, 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 guess what? I saw I saw with my own two eyes, Monica and Carly was best of friends. I, they were civil because of Michael and Jason. I saw it with my own two eyes. So every mm-hmm. woman that Jason yeah. has been with, let everybody know for the record, Carly is the love of his life and vice versa. Okay, amen, God bless. Okay, so then you tell me, okay, Michael, I mean, Mike, yeah, Mike gets blown to, well, you know, gets knocked out. And he realizes he's Sonny Carranzos. Okay. He comes back to the house, and instead of seeing Jason and Carly, womp, 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 all of a sudden, he's alive and everybody's cool. I don't think they're done with that. 
I don't think they're done I don't with think they're done with this story. Well, that's no. the thing. No. Okay. I think that's right. the thing. All right. This, okay. Because I've been waiting. Return. I've been waiting days for this for tonight's show. I, I'm sorry, everybody else, but I, I got some stuff to say. Okay. This is the prime example of what is wrong with soap operas when they actually listen to the fans and they and they concede to something that the fans are screaming about to try to do damage control. This is not how this story was originally storyboarded. I guarantee you I would lay my next six months rent payment on this. They scrambled and rewrote this story because people were tired of it. And they could have wrapped this up in, in about five different ways that would have been incredibly gripping, incredible, incredible storytelling. Yeah, my did. personal favorite in my mind is that he did not regain his memory, that Jax brought him back to, back to Port Charles, and he still might, and it was a role reversal between him and Jason, where Jason came to him, and the birth of, <coughs> excuse me, the birth of that relationship was when Jason had no idea who he was and was building a life based upon days, then weeks, and then months of life mm-hmm. experience because everything he had lived up to that point was gone. It was the perfect, perfect time for them to tell a role reversal story, allow all that was going on between Jason and Kali to continue in the shadows while they're trying to help Mike slash Sonny develop what was going on between Mike and Nina, et cetera, et cetera. Now, That's my preferred way that they could have gone. But there's still about five other ways that they could have done this that would have have been great storytelling. This was the most lackluster, um, you know. Anthony, Anthony, not to cut you off, but I got to say this. You could tell that this was a – a sad situation when you had the GH fan bases on all social media. Now, look, not all the fan bases will agree that the sky is blue, okay? But the one thing from the J-San fans to the to some Carson fans to the Jarley fans to the Liaison fans, the J, like everybody across the GH fan base board was so disappointed. Like, it was sort of, I said this, it was sort of like somebody kicked you in the stomach. That's how bad, like, all the air of what this story could have been. And I know they was not expecting Maurice and Cynthia Wachos to have chemistry. I, 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 I know that. But you're right. There is so many, there were so many red flags that were slowly creeping up of the storyline. And you just said a character just now, Jason. I just want to say this, G.H., you was trying to do the Jason and Ava story with Sonny and Nina. I, I get it. I understand that. But the thing is, is that you not only, like everybody said, you messed the storyline up, but what made it, but what makes it worse is you messed up Jason. You messed up. Mm. Ja- you character assassinated him like Ricochet. You cannot pair another woman with Jason anymore. You can't. Because... The thing is, you dropped Jason and Britt. They you had Carly and Jason. And the thing is, is that, okay, I said you have until I, from October 1st to December 31st to give me the ultimate payoff because something does need to happen to this trio. You do have Sonny 
slash Mike conflicted on his feelings with Nina. You have Carly and Jason like, oh, we got to be like, we got we to gotta like just make sure everything is back to normal. We all know it's not. But to, it's, I, yeah. Why do they I have just, Carly and Jason acting like teenagers hiding a secret? Because, okay, okay. I'm going to defend that for a second. I'm actually going to defend that for a second. I think human nature-wise, when they both were, you know, when they were both standing there right before the actual wedding, you know, and and for real, for real, for real, for real, it really did shock the hell out of of both of them. It It shocked them about themselves, and it shocked them about the other one. So... I'll give them that beat of the storyline. But just like Candace said, this better be going towards something. You know, and quite honestly, mm-hmm. I know I am not only in the minority, but I'm like one out of the, you know, I'm the one in a million. I like Nina and Mike. So I, I do too. Like oh, I do too. I love no. them. They're I, my favorite couple. No. No. Mm-mm. I, Sorry. Nope. I, no, girl, and I feel like you no. that. Come on now, David. I don't. I do no, not I do. feel the chemistry. I do. I said yes, Anthony. I like him. No, I'm saying you. You asked who it was. I said, come on now. You know that voice. But what? What I'm really. <laughs> what I'm really. Um. I. I think the dynamic of him being Sonny, but not being able to let go of who he was when he was Mike, and having Nina exactly. as. I, I think that's a great storyline to tell. You know, they screwed up yes. so much already. Yeah. But that's yes. that's a great storyline to tell. They they need to definitely work with that. And they need to play off uh, I was just gonna say, and they need to play off the fact that every single woman in Jason's life, you know, always said I will it's never like come in to yes. to Collie. Exactly. So you know, I'm okay with them playing I'm okay with them keeping a secret for a little while and figuring it all out because both of them were at, Everybody else knew. Everybody in Port Charles knew. Everybody, you know, everybody but, that they've ever encountered knew. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real though. My thing was is that, you know, when Monica was talking about Robin, here's the thing about. Uh, all right, I'm still. I don't know. I'm still uncomfortable with seeing Monica and Carly being civil towards each other, given the fact of the history between those two women. Right. With that being said. Wait, Candace, I'm wait. thinking about I'm gonna put a penny I'm gonna put a penny in you for one second though. But think about Monica's history. Think about oh, yeah. Monica's history. She's now Sean Donnelly, oh, yeah. Scott Baldwin, Leslie. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. now, that, Ned, she's, now that she's a supreme yeah. great grandmother. Oh no my god, Ned, yes, exactly, Ned. So we would expect her to have that wisdom. We would expect her to have that ability to step, yeah. you know, to step two steps to the left and say, you know what? I would never have picked this if you held a gun to my head. But since it's happening and everything that I've experienced in my life, the children I've lost, the husband I've lost, the, you, you know, the husband that tried to burn me down in the house with my lover, or, you know, she has enough of that yeah, to have I've had that conversation with Carly. But it's just, yeah. to me, it's like, okay, when they said, well, we have to be civil. Like, it, it's like, okay, when did y'all become too chummy? Like, y'all still need to have some angst and whatnot. But True. I was just like, okay. But but like you said, okay, with Sunny. Wait, when, okay, first and foremost. I'm going to answer that too, though, Candice, real quick. 
You know where the ink should have been? The ink should be friggin' Sam. Oh, 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 she's having batting practice with Dante. Now she's going to... Oh, no, 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 no. Let me tell you something. To me, I said this. What they should have done was have a big wedding, right? And, okay, I and need Sam it for, and I Sam should have showed up and come No, it should have been Sam. Kicked open the door to the no. church and said, go ahead. No, it's not even not even that. Like, to me, I, I wanted to see the reactions. Like, I wanted to hear the reactions or see the reactions. Obviously, we can't give Vanessa Marcel. But can you imagine if Brenda found out about Jason and Carly's wedding? Right? Yeah, okay, the second person. And you could have done this on Zoom. There could have been a scene where Elizabeth gets a Zoom call from Robin, you know, hey, girl, what's going on? How's everything in Port Charles? Jason and Carly getting married. Say what now? Cover the kids' teeth. Cover the kids' teeth, honey. What the Like, to me, you need that moment. Do a double split scene with Robin and Brenda having a reaction to hearing about uh, Jason and Carly. That right there would have been a rating scrabber. It wouldn't have been a race no, to what? me. I don't even care. I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest. The race wouldn't even matter to me right now because obviously Nelson lost their credibility. But anyway, to me as a fan, considering all this, the, all the, 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 the history drops that was said during this whole time frame, you had the Robin uh, and Jason stuff. You had yeah. Elizabeth. Again, remember Elizabeth and Sam kind of rebonded over the fact that Jason, of Carly, because like, like Anthony said, Every woman that Jason has been with, from Courtney to Elizabeth, from Elizabeth to Sam, to even the potential, they could have done it. I don't care what anybody said. They could have done it even when, even when Jason was married to Brenda. It, that's still funny. Even with the potential, sure? what they could have done was then Ava. Every woman, even Britt, Britt is now the newest inductee in the we were never going to be first place because Carly's always first club. That's the problem. And it has never really been addressed in the sense of Jason saying, I need for you to understand, da-da-da-da-da. The only person who was to put Carly kind of second was Drew. When yep. I thought Drew was Jason. That's true. Yep. And, and that's when, because if you remember when Jason, when Steve came back, there was a scene where Carly said, I knew it. I knew it because you will always be there for me. You will always be. She made that a selfish right there. And that's why with this storyline, it's like it's selfish on both parts because they are at, they actually reopened that 20-plus year history and whatnot. The thing is, is I need, see, I need, for this scene to happen where Sonny goes hard. Actually, no, no. Let me take it back because it should have happened instead of, well, we married, married each other so we can protect your turf. Oh, that's cool. No regrets. I was so mad at that scene. Y'all have no idea how mad I was at that scene. I was like, I knew he was going to go for the bro code. I knew he was not going to be mad at Jason, and I knew he wasn't going to be mad at Carly, even though it should have been him being mad. Now, that's why I say from October 1st to December 31st, G.H., you better come through, mm-hmm. or else I'm going to all not, deem Sonny, this. Sonny okay. can't be mad right, so, at that point, though. Sonny can't be mad no, 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 at that no, point. No, no, no. If he doesn't know, well, here's the thing. Wait a minute, Pam. Let me just explain. To me, it's like, okay, you now – Okay, the marriage of convenience story part chapter is over. 
But what's not over is the fact that Sonny still has feelings for Nina, whether he wants to deny. See, here's the thing. In his heart and in his mind, he has not forgotten what Nina did for him as Mike. Because remember, they made sure to say he has all of his memories back. So you cannot yep. forget what Nina repeatedly. done. The thing, yep. Repeatedly. His mouth and and his is like his mouth is sunny. His eyes are conflicted because he doesn't know what to see. Can you imagine if he finds out? Like, let's just say Sonny, just say Jason and Carly are having a, not an intimate moment, but they're talking out in the open where, where they're supposed right. to be whispering. Can you imagine if Sonny finds out that they actually connected? And not only that, can you imagine when Carly finds out that Sonny and Nina connected into a point where Nina and Sonny, um, I'm sorry, that Nina stopped herself from jumping Sonny's bones? Yep. That's what I said. Somebody's going to get explode. Like their their exposure of their real feelings is going to come out, which is going to lead to Sonny and Nina hooking up. Don't forget that. Right. What I'm trying to with Nina. Okay. What they what they need what they need to do is have Sonny and Jason in a power play, and Nina and Carly in the power play. They need to have two separate people overhear things that they shouldn't overhear and play it out for two or three weeks. Are they going to tell? Aren't they going to tell this, that, this, that? And one of the four hears something that they weren't supposed to hear and blows the whole rest of it out of the water. And you you saw it in the scene where Sonny and Carly were about to go upstairs and, and, and get to get the Avery sleeping uh, the other one, Donna sleeping. Oh, 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 oh! Then all of a sudden, we're seeing a flashback of her kissing Jason. Well, hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Real quick. I've got a quick we... question for everybody. How did you all feel about the fallout of finding out about Ava Stalker actually being, um, oh, uh, Spencer? Nell two point oh. Nell How did you feel about that? Um, I, you know, if, if somebody runs off the road up onto the sidewalk through the Metro court, you know, big plate glass front window and take out Esme, I won't grieve a single moment. Sorry. Right. Um, no, that we really didn't do much for me. We got to go to days. We, we do. But real quick, but before we go, two things. First off, what are you doing to Nicholas? I mean, y- y- you've changed him so much. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but even when Ava was there, like, you, you know, this woman is in your face reminding you she's never going to hold her child again. What did you do to Nicholas? And last but not least, did anybody else here in their head um, yesterday or today, depending on what, what market you're in, Luke, I am your father. Oh, today? That was today. Yeah. I mean, um, Luke, kind of that was like your father. Too. You know what we call that? I think we called it. That's we did I call that. It. We I did call that. But what's m- Is it real, Wait, first yeah. off? Yeah. I think it's a ruse. Right now. I think it's real. I think it's real. Because they have to set up the stage to get the Cassidy's fortune. That's the next story. Yep. Thank Victor you, versus Nicholas. 
Then you have yep. Spencer. But my, I need for okay. So but wait, let me just hold up, this. hold up, real okay. quick. Don't forget about the dark horse who now no longer has her law license. Hmm. Oh yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest. If they actually have Alexis being a Castanon storyline, I might actually pass out. See, even Alexis, <laughs> Alexis even said, I'm having trouble understanding. Honey, we all are. <laughs> yeah. David, uh, who's, the lady, who's the woman that is uh, yelling next to her, Drew Heard? Is that supposed to be Hayden Barnes, or is that going to be Holly? They, they want oh, us God, to it keep could guessing. go either way. They want us to keep guessing, but you know that Robert's in the storyline now? You know it's going to be Holly. It's going to be Holly. But that's, don't sneeze, though, because Hayden's on her way back. But it's going to be Holly. Unless Emma Sam's just got engaged. Maybe she don't want to come across the pond. You know, she had the long COVID syndrome, so maybe she don't want to go and, and work. So if it ain't, if she don't want to work, then it's going to be Hayden. If she wants to work, yeah. it's going to be Holly. That's basically it. That's... Then again, so it I could be Faith go Bingo. It could be Faith Roscoe. If it's if it's Faith, I'm telling you right now. Oh yeah, Faith I heard Roscoe, about look, that one. I heard yeah. about that. Look, if if it's if it's Faith, you will see you will see me. I will seriously do a Twitter space, and I'll be doing some hallelujahs, and that would mean. Okay, wait a minute. Let me just put it out there right now. I need Rick Hurst to come back on the soap for just for just a few weeks. I know he's busy, yes. but I just need for him yes. to come on one soap. That's all. Okay. Yes. Pam, can we get him on take two? Before we go. Yeah, Pam, can we we try to reach out to Rick first? Please. Please and thank you. Well, I didn't. (laughs) All right. Days of of our lives. I think Mm -hmm. I'm in the minority here as well. But I'm absolutely loving that they're revisiting the possession storyline. I think it's really <laughs> I'm loving it too. Yep, I love the and I'm liking, I'm liking uh, that they're demonic. putting Doug in it, and I feel so bad that they're putting him in a sanitarium to keep him away. I can't believe they're falling for her, Marlena's uh, machinations. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean. She's not even acting herself, and they can't even see that. I'm, I'm just blown. Well, David, they didn't see it. They, they didn't see it. What was it? Twenty-eight years ago, <laughs> whatever it was. They yeah. No, no, no. I love that it started with 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 um Doug. That I'm sorry, but that was brilliant storytelling. That part right there was brilliant storytelling. Um, Let me don't forget Johnny. Johnny's enthusiasm is really cute as well in this storyline because he's involving other characters and pulling them in into the storyline as well. So kudos to the writers for doing that. I love that. Okay. I know Candace has got stuff to say, but I got one more thing to say. You know, I don't mm-hmm. often eat crow on this show, but I'm going to eat some yeah. crow. I was so here's nice plate. the adult. What, go ahead. What? I said, I said, here's a plate for you. Oh, Okay. Um, I was so wrong yeah. about the whole the Ava trajectory, Ava Rafe, Nicole, um, Eric. I was wrong. I'm eating my crow right now. But go ahead, Candace. Tell us your your views on the on the uh, possession. 
Let me say, as, as somebody who always will say that was one of the freaking best stories of Days of Our Lives, I don't care because I was there when it first started, and I was a youngin' for that. I love the fact that this story is being revisited in the sense of you don't, you're, you, don't, you don't know your family so well, do you? Because when everybody was like, well, Allie and them didn't know, well, would you tell anybody that your family was possessed, that your grandmother was possessed? Exactly. I wouldn't have. I would have kept my mouth shut like, um, you know, there's some things that y'all just don't know about our family, and we ain't going to say nothing. I love the fact that, okay, Ron Calvati, anybody who follows me, y'all probably know what I'm about to say. You were smart as I don't know what. I was going to say he was smart as I don't know what to trick all of us because we all thought, that this was going to be an all-time storyline. We all thought yep. dementia. We all thought the same because we saw it on Young. We saw it on General Hospital. When it came out that Doug was possessed, law. <laughs> you had oh. social media, and when I say social media, I'm not just talking about Facebook. I'm not talking about Twitter. I'm talking about Instagram and TikTok. Everybody oh, wow. was right. Like it, this, and this is what I'm about to say about this. This storyline, this part of Days of Our Lives right now, we're in a very interesting time right now because we're now seeing this being represented on the outside outlets of social media, like Instagram and TikTok. The fact that they had Bill Hayes to be the one to be, look, that man is 90-something years young, and he, he schooled all of us. He is having the time of his life. The fact that they're like, and that's a, a new way of t- introducing him to the new generation. Because right. I see people with the app like, like, don't be like Doug. Don't be a double like Doug. I'm like, really? We're, okay, we're making it memes now. I like this storyline because it is going to include other people. And I'm going to say this right now. A certain couple on Days of Our Lives may be the next target because that those two are about to have a little boop, 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 boop in the stomach. And I'm just going to say it right now, Rosemary's baby. baby. Okay, I, I cracked up when Johnny goes, Grandmother used to be the devil. Yes, I may. Okay, but I just want everybody to know, as much as we are enjoying the storyline, it's not over in October. It's going to run all the way through December, so get ready for an exciting Umbrella storyline. I can't wait. Uh, oh, yeah. No, 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 my friend. It's going to run all the way through yeah. February. There's going to be Boy, a second yep. wave of oh, ripples. Okay, okay. Yep, yep. You guys, okay, there's certain, there's certain, there's certain, there's certain things that are there. popping up. Yeah, it's We're going to see yet another events. amazing New Year's Eve in Salem. Oh, yeah. Please, please, oh, yeah. please, let there be some dust in this house. There's some dust and in this house. There's some dust in this house. And let me break it to all of you. Sony just allowed Eileen Davidson to reappear on days. And... Patty Hyduck is also popping back on today's. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speculate as to what that might mean, but I have a mm-hmm. feeling that's going to play very heavily into the New Year's Eve storyline. Yeah. And also remember, also remember, if you watch the OG Devil's Possession, you got to remember there were certain people 
that was a part of it. And Kristen Demera was one of them. She was a heavy mm-hmm. fixture on yeah. that storyline. Um, real quick, I, I before because I'm going to get ready to go. As we all, I just want to say this to to today's fans. Please don't diss this storyline. Because here's the thing, I get it, I understand this may not be your cup of tea, but it's an entertainment. And the reason yes. that they're doing it is to honor their legend with their uh, with their iconic storyline, one of the most iconic storylines in soap. With that being said, please do not say, I'm not going to watch it because my favorite character or couple is not being a part of it. Let me just say this right now. The story is only three weeks old. This story is going to be going on for the next six months. You don't know who's going to be doing what because, like I said, you got a tie-in right now. You got Bill. Who would have thought Doug and Julie would be a part of it? You got Paulina. You got Marlena. You got John. You got Ben. Because Marlena and Ben, remember, he still goes to guidance counseling. To me, yeah. It's, like it's going to be a ripple effect in Salem. And there's that's a why, secret that's supposed yes, to come perfectly out. Perfectly stated. Perfectly stated. Yes, I agree. Right. Perfectly it's stated. one of those things yeah, you don't want to miss. That's what I'm saying. Just like, yeah. yeah, just don't miss out. And I know people, you know, again, like I said, you know, we all soap fans. We can't agree on certain things. But the point is, Days of Our Lives is very entertaining right now. I'm enjoying, I mean, there's not a lot that's going on with Days. I mean, I'll be honest. But the Devil's Possession storyline, I, I want to see it because this is the third, you know, third time they're doing it because we are counting 2007, folks. Yes, we are counting when, when, when Marlena threw through the doors. Yes, we are. But I want to see the new generation, like a trip and all of them, Allie and them, Johnny, finding out about it. And not only that, but to be completely honest, you know what I'm waiting for? I just want to see who's going to, who's gonna like, if there's going to be, like, the church is going to rumble. I can tease just a little bit. Yes, we, we're joining the demonic storyline. I know I am. But there's also another storyline that will be taking place as well, and it's a big rescue. So stay tuned because it's going to explode only on Days of Our Lives. I cannot wait. Sammy. 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 My, sanity, my sanity. Peter Blake. Yep. We oh, got two oh, minutes. Don't guys. forget, it's more than Sammy. There's more people missing. Don't forget, there's a lot. And that's going to be on the. That's going to be the next. That's going to be the next uh, Beyond Salem. Uh, spin-off. Yep. Beyond Salem. Yep. The island. Yeah. There you go. All the missing people. Shout out to my friend Daphne because she also said that's it. But yeah. It, and it, and that's a harken be, back. That's a harken back to another iconic Days of Our Lives storyline. Yep. And it's, it's very fan fractured. You either love it or hate it. I happen to be one of the people that hated it, but I respect it. And real quick, before we go, Tech King just yes. announced that Jack is back on Bold and Beautiful, so be on the lookout for Tech King. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get Sean Kane and Tech King. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God, I can't wait to see them face off against each other. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. It's a pleasure being here with you all. I'm sorry. I, po- I apologize for calling in late. My okay. phone decided to update at the last minute. <laughs> but we'll I'm be back in two weeks with another great show. No, we'll be Thank back next week. Next week. Hello. Oh, it's next week? Okay. Yeah, we'll it's be back next, next week. week. Ha, ha. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Have good a good night. night. Bye-bye.